episode 221, The Ignite Experience. This is the Ericast for the week of June 2, 2013. From Ericast.com. Welcome to the Ericast. Well, welcome, or welcome back to the Ericast. I'm your host, Eric Larson, 206-339-3742, the listener feedback line right up front. So when you get intrigued later on, just play it back in the beginning, and boom, you'll know that number to call and leave some feedback. Um, reminding you, in case you've forgotten or just stumbled into this, that the Ericast is what I'm sort of terming a personal podcast that you've encountered, because either you know me and want to know what I'm interested in, or you're interested in a particular topic, which might be the case for this week, because we're going to talk about Ignite here in the Minneapolis, St. Paul metro area, but it happened to be held in Minneapolis. Though, as I was coming up with the title for this, I thought, God, that sounds so familiar. Hmm. So I went back into the Aircast archives and found that my first use of the word experience in a title was three years ago. One, two, three, 13 to 12, 11 to 10. I can count backwards. I can. Um, three years ago, almost, ex- well, not quite exactly, uh, back in May of 2010 with the Rockstar Experience, talking about that whole concert thing and um, the fact that you can hear the same concert over and over. You know, you hear the same stuff, but when you hear it only once, it seems really special and unique, etc. It's a great episode. It's episode 132. You should listen to it. Then a year later, like to the day, a year later, we had episode 167, the Starbucks experience, back on customer service. And then later in 2011, we had the Trebuchet experience, right? But then we took a hiatus from experience-related stuff until a year after that, November of 2012, where we have the Denver experience with my Educause trip and the whole podcast dedicated to what Denver was like. Well, all of a sudden, then last December, I had deep introspection experience and episode 201, and then just last month I had my homeschooling experience. So apparently there's this, I'm on an experience vibe, very experiential, kind of cosmic and trippy that way. So uh, apologies if you don't like hearing about my own personal experiences, but it's kind of the whole personal podcast thing. So hopefully that works out well for you. So Ignite, Minneapolis. Ignite is this thing, you can Google it, it's a like a national international thing. It's done in that slide style. I forget it has a name. I can't pronounce the name. Where the slides auto-advance. So it's five-minute talks, 20 slides, 15 seconds each. That's it. No excuses. No stopping, restarting, rambling. Well, let me go on a tangent here. Nope, you can't because it just, just plows right through like that. Yeah, um, and I was able to score a ticket. I was having a ton of trouble with um, with Eventbrite, 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 trying to get the actual tickets and and the the timing and they were telling folks just refresh a lot. Well, I'm like, okay, well, I'm on this atomic clock thing. It rolls over to ten. Boom, you hit, you know, okay, reload, and it says, yeah, they're all taken. It's like, okay, there is no way. That now there's more to this here. Yes, I suppose maybe it was that popular, right? Okay, so I then waited 15 minutes because Eventbrite lapses, you know, like if you don't complete your order, and then a bunch of people got in at 15 minutes. There's no way that that many people would sit there right at 10 o'clock would say, "Oh, I got a ticket," but oh, I guess I just won't bother. 
enough that you would have a, a crowd of people get back in. So I'm pretty sure that what happened is is their servers just kind of wigged out and held a bunch of tickets that weren't actually really there. They don't think so, but I think so. But what I think doesn't really matter. Anyway, I fought hard, 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 hard to get a ticket, and I got a ticket. So what they did, we had, oh, how many? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, like 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. It's a nice even number. 20 speakers last Wednesday. And I was able to go with no problem because the girls, um, you know, Awana programs, you know, like the, the, the church program school, it's like, you know, Girl Scouts, but biblical, you know, whatever, I don't know. Uh, that all wrapped up. So my Wednesday evening was free. I can do this. So I did this, which of course, being, being the pretty firmly introverted introvert that I am, this actually was sort of stepping out and yet sort of not because I didn't really go with anyone. So I could just kind of sit on the edge and be by myself in a crowd of lots of people, which is how I go to a lot of events. Actually, it really doesn't bother me. Uh, but I did that. And, and did not know what to expect. Looked at some of the titles of these things and still didn't know what to expect. Like, oh, whatever. So at the end of this, I, I tweeted, I forget how I summed it up. This was w really one of those life-changing watershed moments for me. That sounds just a smidge melodramatic, Eric, but it really was a big deal. Um, and what's funny is it it came on the heels of all sorts of other other well all sorts of other stuff. I'll, I'll close with the other stuff. But I was thinking back um, to about a year ago. I was thinking to a, a conversation I had while standing at Menards on a cell phone, um, struggling really, really hard to 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 listen, and engage in this, this lousy cell phone connection with someone in a really important conversation. Um, who would? Can I? Okay, this is a slightly not work safe moment in the podcast so you don't have to turn it off but if you're at work just turn turn the volume down a smidge because thinking back to that you know last year that bumper sticker or facebook meme is correct that mean people suck i i'm that's all i can say because <laughs> you know because I, I seriously i was thinking back to this conversation thinking okay even under the best possible circumstances and motives, why, you know, as I'm talking with this person, why would somebody tell this person what this person was told? There is, there is no, even, even if you, because I try to ascribe positive motives. I really, I, I do. Um, why? And I was thinking, as I was thinking of this conversation, it's like, why would that person say that to you? What possible, what possible good would that do? What, all it, all it, all it is, is just a, it's just, it's dumb and it's mean. Hmm. 
So, so it was funny to be at Menards this year in that same kind of time. And I've talked about those, those, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a very location attuned, memory sensitive person. So when I, when I go to places, it's like, boom, I'm taken right back to, um, that, that same place, but you know, different time, et cetera. Uh, it's where my brain goes. So I was thinking through all that and I was thinking, um, I was thinking through this really wonderful experience at Ignite and realizing, you know, I know people who would disapprove. Hmm. And so maybe I just, maybe it's the disapproving thing I don't like. And they would make the argument of, well, we're disapproving of something bad. Like, well, but who says it's bad? And if you're disapproving in the name of a religious tradition, in this case, a conservative Christian religious tradition, we can point to that religious tradition and say, well, Jesus really didn't run around disapproving of people, except for the people who were running around disapproving of people. Those were the scribes and the Pharisees. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So this is all kind of churning around in my head as I was sitting at Ignite. Okay. So here's, so to explain Ignite, you got these folks and they get up and their slides start and they advance and they start talking and the topics are all over the board. So um, they were all good. Every single one of them, they were all extremely different. I'll touch on the titles and the highlights and things. I might do all 20. We'll see how I, how much time I've got here. And it just, it, it, the upshot was people are cool. So they're, they're the two takeaways from this week's aircast. Mean people suck and people are cool. Now, does that mean that mean people are cool? I don't, 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 don't push it that far. Don't make me think that hard. It's been you know, a long night. Don't know. I'm just going to leave those two right there. Mean people suck and people are cool. So, so we opened, um, Ignite 2013 in Minneapolis with Mike Linneman, uh, video games as art. Okay. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I, and talking about, you know, movies versus films and, and, you know, that whole thing. Like, oh, intriguing. So then we went straight into Missy Bergren talking about food allergies, when food can actually kill you. Which, since Candela's had allergies, I, I know some of these allergy things. I know they're actually not something to mess around with, but not everybody would know that. I'm like, that's, that is great. There you go. You've got, you've got, you've, you're, one third of your 15 minutes of fame, use it for something good. That's great. Um, and then straight into Megan Hatala, uh, how Duck Dynasty teaches us about Da Vinci. Really? Yeah. It was really kind of interesting. Um, da Vinci had like seven points of being a good person or something and lining up with Duck Dynasty. It was really kind of cool. Uh, Craig Key with a really interesting, uh, very funny, engaging uh, presentation called, here comes the word again, called Viral Sucks. Uh, talking about how bad it is for campaigns, uh, you know, ad agencies and things to try and make a viral campaign. Katrina Mitchell um, talked about uh, the, the waste stream. Um, I think it's John Bechtel. We'll go with that. Uh, all about Legos 
and um, and uses of Legos. He's got a book out, um, B-A-I-C-H-T-A-L. The one problem with his slides where I was sitting on the far right, the podium block, the lower right corner, and the way he had them laid out, there's like you know, photos for like the you know, the, the left two-thirds and the one-third had the text coming all the way down, so I couldn't see, like, the bottom half of the text, which is pretty crucial. Like, that's where the humor was and stuff. Um, John Heimbuck, Buck, Buck, Butch, whatever, um, investing in local culture and the fact that, uh, which is very true. In fact, Matt in California, heads up, though you actually know this already, we've talked about this, uh, Minneapolis has lots of really good cultural stuff. And he was commenting on how we need to draw more people in rather than um, folks thinking, uh, if I need to make, you know, I want to make it big, so I need to go to, you know, New York or L.A. Well, you know, you can stay here and make it big, too, right? Um, Lisa Matali on uh, copyright-free kindness. Uh, the um, the copyright-free thing was really probably just kind of a hook to, to get the presentation in. Um because it was really just all about kindness, but it's great. It's like, okay, really good. Um, immediately followed by Robert Metcalf, the lowdown on leasing. He did five minutes on um, how to wisely lease a car and when it makes financial sense. I was like, wait, what? Yes. And so I'll stop right there. I won't stop right there. Um, because intermission is after the next person, um, who was Atina Diffley, which is kind of cool because we're on Cliff Road and one mile north of Cliff Road is Diffley Road. So Atina Diffley is like part of the whole big Diffley family that Egan was named for. And she's got um, an organic garden that moved out of Egan basically because we weren't in the countryside anymore. So um, they sold and whatever, but they still do their organic farming. What was fascinating is they had some... Um, apparently like a power glitch or something in, in, uh, in back and about two or three slides in. So it wasn't at the beginning, but it was like two or three slides in to a Tina Diffley's presentation. It just froze. And then it, it reset to like the generic sponsor slides. It would not start up again, <laughs> which if you're a presenter, that's kind of in the groove for, I'm going to bang through my five minutes. Wow. Talk about distracting, but she did great. Um, and was able to casually chat and, and ad lib until they got that working again. Okay, so here's the thing. So you go from, um, you know, Legos to Minnesota culture to being kind and valuing people in the context of the presenter's sibling who died in a car accident as like a you know teenager or something. Okay, to how to how to lease a car wisely to organic farming, and that's only the first half. Wow. And I love the format. You know why I love the format? Because if everyone did a good job, if you want to learn more, you can learn more. I can look up um, John Baikal, whatever his name is pronounced as, on Lego stuff. I can buy his book, whatever, if I want to know more. And if I don't, you know, if you if you really don't want to hear the leasing guy, I thought the leasing guy was really interesting, but if you really don't want to hear the leasing guy, he gets up there and says, okay, I'm going to talk about leasing. Take a deep breath, and it's only another four minutes and 55 seconds, and you can cope just fine. So it was such, I mean, I suppose maybe there are, um, it's Minnesota, and we are actually pretty nice. So maybe there are environments where this would go really poorly, but it was just great. And everyone's kind of, you know, Rooting the speakers on, you know, yeah, I can do it. Okay, let's you know, bring it on. 
Um, so, after intermission, Anna Krakowski um, on weightlifting. I will not, since we will keep this um, a work-safe, child-safe podcast, though I've already kind of spoiled that already, but I won't spoil it by t- t- telling you what the actual title of her presentation was. You can look it up on the Ignite site. It was very clever. Um, Clark Patrick, Vampires Are, Re- Are Real, a hysterically funny presentation because um, he was talking about psychic vampires and he was joking through the entire thing that he didn't practice and that his sister made the slides and he's just kind of reading the slides and we didn't quite know if he was serious or not. It's like, is this, is he just serious? That's how it went. Or is this really great comedy? Um, but it was, it was, it was a good message. It was funny. It was, you know, delivered well. Here's an interesting aside. Laura Fitzpatrick gave a presentation, how to eat like a child. Okay. Um, I remember thinking, wow, she is a very good presenter. I bet that uh, she took speech or debate in high school because Ruth and I, having been deba- debate coaches, you can kind of tell, you know, um, certain mannerisms, certain presentation style, very smooth, very, uh, very engaging. I do not for the life of me remember anything about that presentation. And that alone is probably worth a whole nother podcast topic. So here you have someone who was poised and engaging and spoke well and, and had a great slideshow, whatever. I don't remember a word of that presentation, <laughs> which I guess is really bad, but I don't think that's her fault. I think it's mine. I don't know. Um, Stephanie Trimble, uh, social media profile picks in 10 categories. So she kind of broke up all the, you know, certain, uh, picks that you can you can have good bad or otherwise um kevin Hendricks, who i've uh, met in a couple other circumstances very cool guy he wrote a book on the topic of 137 books in one year basically how to read books and read a lot of them or read well uh lynn morioka um how improv philosophy will change your life um talking about uh, being creative and saying yes first really good presentation um joel seslowski experience curating which isn't experience curating, but it's curate your experiences, um, filter, organize, and share your best moments for success with anything. What was really interesting is I saw his like 45 minute version of this presentation at, um, mini bar earlier this year. And so to see the five minute version was, was intriguing because they're different. If your five minute version is full and wonderful and complete, then your 45 minute version is going to be really bad because it's basically 40 minutes of filler. But they were, they were just two different ways of presenting the same stuff. So it was intriguing. Um, okay. Here comes the word one more time. Uh, Kara Schultz on camping that doesn't suck. That's her official title, which summed it up really well. A very relaxed, laid back and extremely thorough and detailed discussion of how to camp in really like fancy, elegant ways that are super comfortable. Um, things like uh, bring rugs, put a synthetic rug outside your tent to get most of the dirt off before you go into the tent as you like walk in, you know, with your feet and stuff. That's what you walk with. Uh, and then when you're 
than a a non-synthetic, like a cotton or something, what what isn't synthetic these days, I don't know, uh, rug inside the tent to get the last of whatever's on your feet off before you climb up into bed to keep the dirt out of your bed. Huh, fascinating. So a whole bunch of tips like that. Um, And again, I would never go to REI and have the, you know, five-minute, let alone, you know, two-hour seminar on how to camp better using REI tools. But this, things like um, forget about portable camping tables and stands and things. They're dumb. Uh, bring an ironing board with a, like a mesh top and then hang your stuff off the ironing board. Show a little picture there. Wow, what a great idea. And it's this kind of environment where you end up bumbling into that. And if you think, I either I know all this, this is redundant, I don't care, or I never want to camp, get away from me, I don't care. It's like, again, you only have to tough it out for five minutes. You can do it. Um, Mike Ivano, spontaneous travel, how I woke up and decided to fly to Liberia. Wow. Also very interesting. And then Mary Hirsch uh, closed the evening out, an excellent way to, to wrap up with a new look at old maids, which was really funny um, and kind of made you think. And that's the thing is they all make you think. And so, so here are my takeaways. I learned some stuff. It was really cool. Um, I'm, I'm happy with that. But the, so the, the experience itself, I loved it because that's how my brain works. So it's kind of like the, 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 the buffet smorgasbord thing of just sample a bunch of stuff and, and, and clip through it at a, a really fast, you know, ADHD level pace. Like, great. So this is good. So I liked that. But what was interesting is the only thing that we had in common, the population of this event, the only thing that these presentations and stuff had in common was that we were all Minnesotans. (laughs) And that really was it. And I have no idea what anybody's... um, you know, personal, uh, spiritual, political background was, you know, um, you know, I'm going to guess that Atina Diffley talking about organic farming is probably not like a ultra conservative Mitt Romney Republican. Okay. I'll go out on a limb and say like that, but that's about it, you know, um, and that's, that's not only okay, but that's good to kind of strip all that extra stuff away from people and just, and come down to that. And so again, you know, kind of looking back on some of the, the, the things I've run into in the past couple of weeks, just kind of in my general life, I have a feeling not to, not to pick on particular, particular, you know, spiritual backgrounds, because I'm sure that, um, every dedicated religion has a perspective that not only says, I believe I'm correct, but therefore anybody that disagrees with me is evil. <laughs> I think I, you can pick on Christians for being that way, but I suspect everybody, you know, pick your faith movement. I suppose for some, for some, I guess that might be fundamentally incompatible. I don't know enough about like, you know, Buddhism to know if you could, um, 
you know, can you be a really good Buddhist and be dismissive of other people, other faiths? Uh, that'd be an interesting question. If you know anything about Buddhism, call 206-339-3742 and let me know. Um, so I'm, I, I'm really not trying to come across as, you know, anti-Christian, but that's, that's kind of the faith tradition in which I operate. And that was the key is that's the, that's not just the faith tradition in which I operate, but that's kind of the typical human environment in which I operate. So I could, I could imagine, um, people I know saying, you know, well, you know, Eric, all of, all of our own so-called righteousness is as filthy rags. And so we really shouldn't be celebrating people and their, their own philosophies if they, if they don't lead back to Christ in the cross. I'm like, okay. Right. If you know anything about me, you know that, yes, Christ and the cross, really, really important. That is sort of not only, ah, well, that kind of works for me and that sort of happens to be, you know, the, the faith that I picked. But if I, if I stake a claim as that being a, like, true truth, right? Um, if that whole God's love the world, he gave his one and only son, Whosoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. If that's true, then it's true for everybody. And I understand that. And that's that whole evangelical part of evangelical Christianity, the evangelism telling the world the good news. So it's not the I'm okay, you're okay thing. It's the, well, here's what Jesus said. And since I believe it, I guess by his standard, that makes me okay. And that makes you somebody that we need to talk with, right? Because there could be an issue. So that's kind of how that ought to operate. And here's my point. Jesus came to and for people. And I understand all the theology, and I understand how it all got hashed out with many theologians over hundreds of years, and that's all great. But it's really dismissive of Jesus and his ministry on earth to say, well, all that stuff he did was kind of a necessary evil so that we could actually get to the the real message from Luther or Calvin or Pope insert your favorite Pope here. Um, cause that's really where it's at. I'm like, wait, you could say that, but I, I would, I would humbly submit that that's incorrect. And we should really look at what Jesus did on, on earth in his ministry here, because I don't think that was just happenstance. Like, well, I'm stuck in a body. And so I guess I got to talk to people. I really do think that there's something about people that God likes. I think that whole, prodigal son chasing after people, leaving the 99 to go after the one sheep that's lost. All these metaphors, they, there seems to there seems to be some real power in that. So that's how this became this weird spiritual moment for me, is seeing all these different people from all these different walks of life just being really good people. And I think that's, I think that's good. And we're not talking about spiritual universal things. We're talking about camping. We're talking about Legos. So can we go and celebrate discussions of camping and Legos and not say there's nothing more out there. We're just, it's all camping and Legos and turtles all the way down. That's it. No, there's more to life. I agree. But 
there is also life here. And life here is about living with each other in a community that gardens and has allergies and needs to lease things and reads books. And that's good. So it was, it was really, really good. And I'm, I'm still, I'll be honest, I didn't exactly want to do this podcast now because I'm still kind of processing through it. But I wanted to get out there because I have a community and I would like to process with the community. So, uh, let me know what you think. And you, you very likely, well, statistically, you are one of the people that does not want to call the listen feedback line at 206-339-ERIC, even though it's a super cool number that's easy to spell it on your phone. I understand that. But please do um, tweet me, Facebook me, uh, drop me a note, grab me in the hallway if you're one of my coworkers. Um, I would, I'd, because I'm sort of putting myself out there with this one. It's like, hey, I had this weird spiritual kind of realization that God loves people. So I was sitting in an old theater listening to people talk about Legos. And you, I don't quite know what to, what, where to go with that. But, um, part of that is me being honest and saying, here's where I am and here's what I'm processing. So, uh, let me know what you think, you know how to do that. And, um, I'll leave it there. I'll wait to hear from you. And until next week, take care. Thanks for listening to the Ericast from Ericast.com. Visit us at www.ericast.com.